TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. One, two, three, four. Wiggins, Mexico was too hot and Wiggins, Canada was too cold. Wiggins, America... Just right. Man, Tuesday was a weird day. This is Ryan. I we were covering the arrest of Donald Trump, the arraignment of Donald Trump, the indictment, all of those things happening pretty much simultaneously. And uh, it was just odd because you're watching something that you know is going to be in the history books, and yet nothing was happening. Uh, it was a weird day. It was like uh, we call it tap dancing in radio because you never know when the president might just say, you know, start speaking. Uh, of course, the DA, Alvin Bragg, did speak and explained his 34 charges against Donald Trump. I, without bringing a, a separate guest, I thought, you know, I, I, there's some legal minds I wanted to bring on to break this thing down. That's already happened so much and so well that I don't know whether or not I need to do anything further than what we've done. I mean, that day, Brad Young, an attorney himself, was hosting the Annie Fry Show. Uh, I was in the room with him. We were breaking all of this down as it was happening. And I thought I, he, he, he did about five minutes that was the best legal analysis of what these charges are and why they're stupid. That I'm going to bring to you right now. Uh, so that we can all be on the same page and talking about this. American Media Export. Wiggins, America. One of the things that we've talked about is how all of these 34 charges are misdemeanors, but they are being bootstrapped based upon the allegation that Trump violated federal election laws because he did not classify the $130,000 payment to Stormy Daniels as a campaign expense. You remember John Edwards when he ran for office? Yeah. That was, uh, I don't know, 10, 10, 2004. 2004. Okay. So when John Edwards ran for office, his wife was, I believe, battling pancreatic cancer. And while his wife was battling pancreatic cancer during the campaign, he had an affair with a staffer. And then that staffer actually bore his child. And what John Edwards did was he uh, he paid her a very large sum of money. But what's interesting is this. It wasn't John Edwards' money. Someone else donated the money through the John Edwards campaign in order to give money to, and I forgot her name as we stand here, Rachel something, and I forgot her last name, but gave money to the campaign to pay the mother of John Edwards' child. The Federal Elections Commission filed charges against him because they alleged that that money was a campaign contribution. Because it came from a third party, it was donated through the campaign, and then was funneled 
for a purpose that they alleged, the, F, the Federal Elections Commission alleged, was to hush things up so it didn't interrupt his campaign for the presidency. They ended up dropping those charges because the even in a situation where a third party donated the money, there was an understanding that he had other reasons to hush up the presence of his love child because of family situations, his relatives. It would be embarrassing. Your wife's dying of cancer and you're having kids with your campaign staffer. So there were reasons other than campaign-related activities, and so those charges were dismissed. So you compare that, fast forward to 2018, the Federal Elections Commission said, in this case with Trump, we don't have a third party. We don't have anybody donating money through a campaign. And there are other reasons you would want to hush up Stormy Daniels other than something related to a campaign, so we're not going to prosecute. So that that seems very, very similar Except you don't even have a donor. Correct. So this seems like an an even lighter charge that the as far as the campaign donation, a which weaker. is what this whole thing it's a weaker, weaker case. That's what I mean. Yeah. You said the John Edwards money was donated to the campaign, went through the campaign, and then into into the hands of whoever. Commistress. There's no allegations that this money ever entered the Trump campaign. None. Zero. So this but they are saying that this was Trump's money. Paid through the campaign. Paid through his attorney and listed as a business expense because Cohen Cohen paid the money. Uh, I think he mortgaged his house and paid the money before he was reimbursed. And then it was listed as a legal expense. So that's, that's the reason why the feds looked at this case and said, no, we're not going to do anything here. I mean, this is so far removed even from the John Edwards, which we couldn't prosecute that successfully, why would we prosecute a weaker case than what we had with John Edwards? But that, and the reason why I wanted to go into those details is I wanted to demonstrate that those are the mental gymnastics that Alvin Bragg in New York, the prosecutor, had to go through in order to increase the 34 charges of a misdemeanor up to felony status. You're not helping this case, Brad. <laughs> I, you know, I, I thought going into this segment, you were going to give, um, which you always do, very fair legal analysis. And you just did. I, How, I, I am giving fair legal however, analysis. That's kind of what I was expecting to hear the whole time, which is that these charges are bogus. I mean, they sound very, very bogus the more you even dive into them. Exactly. And the deeper you get, the worse it gets for Alvin Bragg. And so when you compound that with the this idea that he campaigned on getting Trump, that's why I, I, I'm not going out on any sort of a legal limb when I say I don't see this ever going to a jury because you've got so many reasons to file motions to dismiss, motions to transfer, change of venue, change of prosecuting attorney, change of judge. There are so many pretrial options open to the Trump legal team that this is never going to go to trial. So the more he peeled back those layers, the more bogus it gets, right? Brad Young is a very fair guy with his legal analysis, too. That's why I was glad to bring that back uh, from Tuesday, his, his look over the 34 charges. I think the one thing that I want to add to that that maybe isn't getting enough attention is that 
these charges were so stupid and well litigated by other you know th- th- this is this is political stuff this happens in pretty much every politician's career where they have to <laughs> maybe not pay off a porn star <laughs> but a lot of them do um but these campaign finance violations this one is even a weak campaign finance violation that's what's so crazy about it that even the federal government looked at this Back when we all were looking at this, remember, we went through this as a nation. We went through the Michael Cohen, the Stormy Daniels stuff. We did it all together. As we were looking at that, so was the Biden administration. And their DOJ decided that this was not worth pursuing. Along comes Alvin Bragg, who ran on on prosecuting a political enemy, Donald Trump. He said, ooh, I realize that the voters here hate Donald Trump so bad that if I can put a noose around that guy's neck and run on that, I think I can win. And he did. And now he's doing it. These are the weakest charges that have ever been brought against anybody uh, for political purposes. I mean, there, there, there are political prosecutions and then there are criminal prosecutions. This is so weak. It's so weak. So I hope we're all on the same page after listening to Brad. I think he does a great job. Uh, We do have a little bit of a break coming up. It's been a long week. So I'm going to talk about something that is a little bit off the radar regarding uh, Aerosmith, Nirvana, and the Gorillas. You know that band, the third one? I know you know the first two. We're going to link all those things together in the segment that's next. The deeds of a man in his prime. Shuffle in the gloom of the sick room To talk to yourself as you die Get more at 971talk.com Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone News In order to secure convictions in a court of law It is essential that we conclusively Sports Back clock at four Donchich the step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 